1: Judge Knott found that his Frontier Town banking business demanded more and more of his time. In seeking a successor to his position on the bench in Frontier Town's courthouse, he was favorably impressed by the crude but effectual brand of justice meted out in the town of Cimarron Gap by a grizzled old man named Brennan, a self-appointed judge. Brennan was glad to move to Frontier Town because it was there that Mother Willard ran a boarding house.
3: (laughs) Yes, sirree. I can remember the days when she was known as Lindy Lou, the fairest girl that ever sang at any stage.
1: (laughs) Lindy Lou had been a widow for many years, and old Judge Brennan admired her just as much as ever. The clock above the courthouse door said 7 p.m. as Judge Knott and Sheriff Two-Gun Taylor escorted Brennan to the big red building. There's
3: a courthouse, Brennan. Doggone... We'll have just time enough to look around before it gets dark. In Cimarron Gap, I had to hold court in my cafe. And those conditions, the law must have been lacking in dignity. We was lacking in a lot of things, Judge Knott. But by golly, we punished crooks and we gave Square Man a fair deal. Courtroom is right down this hall. Yeah, go ahead, Sheriff. Lead the way. I'm following. You got fixed up all right for living quarters,
2: didn't you, Brennan?
3: First rate, yes, siree. I'm rooming in Mar Willis' boarding house.
2: There's the door to the courtroom. I'll open it.
3: lights up that flag and and that picture. It, it's George Washington.
2: Yeah, I was proud to have it there.
3: You mean to say I'm to sit up there on that bench underneath that picture and the flag? That's right. Gosh. To think of me being a judge in a place like this. Why, in this here court, a man is a government. He's the United States, that's what he is. It's the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and everything else this country stands for. I just hope I'm man enough for the job. Judge Brennan? Judge Brennan. Me. Your first case will come up tomorrow morning. His name is Blinky Ryan. That side one I seen the jail? Yep. He's tough, Judge Brennan. Mighty tough. And he has some friends who are even tougher. Tough? huh? No man alive can be too tough to handle by a lawman that's got the backing of that there flag.
1: The Lone Ranger's 14-year-old nephew, Dan Reed, had been living for several days in Mother Willard's boarding house. He and the kindly old lady sat in the living
2: room while they waited for Judge Brennan. I don't know how much longer I'll be staying here, Mother Willard.
0: Oh, you are to stay until your friends arrive. Is that it, Dan?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. I, I sort of thought they'd be here today.
0: Oh, it's nearly dark out now. Chances are they won't come here before tomorrow. And I hope they don't.
2: Well, why is that? <laughs> oh,
0: there'll be big doings in town tomorrow, Dan. It's Brennan's first day as a frontier town judge. Oh, I wouldn't miss that for anything in the world. Do you think we could go to court? Oh, you bet we can. We'll be there with bells on to see Judge Brennan throw the law at Blinky Ryan. Who's Blinky Ryan? Oh, Dan, he's vile. He's a horse thief and a mail robber and a murderer. Golly. He and a couple of his friends came into town a week ago. They started a fight in the Bright Lights Café. Sheriff Taylor caught Blinky Ryan, but the others got away. Then Ryan
2: isn't in jail for
0: stealing or anything very serious. He's in jail for disturbing the peace. Well, if that's the only charge against well, him... Well, that's the charge, Dan. That's why I'm anxious to see how Brennan handles the situation. But you will only get about 30 days in jail. You wait, son. You just wait and see. Old Judge Brennan will find a way to do better than 30 days. That's he... why we're but, here. What the... priest? Who are you? Put those guns down, you prowling sneak thieves. What's the idea coming into my living room? You both and... covered, Connie. Connie.
2: I'll tie the boy up first. fun, you will. Let me go. Hold still or I'll rub you on the head. Dan, <laughs>
0: don't struggle. Don't fight Push. for me. It won't help. Let me
2: go. Hurry up, run. Get his hands tied. We can't stay around here all night. Now, this kid's like an eel. <laughs> oh. uh, hold still, i tell you.
0: Dan. Dan, in the name of goodness, don't struggle or they'll kill you. I know who these two are. They're the pals of Blinky Ryan. That'll hold your hands.
2: Don't tie his legs. He's got to straddle a horse. I know. You
0: two will regret this. You think you'll gain anything by such high-handed method. You're mighty mistaken. We'll
2: see about that. Put a rope on her hands, Lund. Right.
0: Why are you doing this?
2: Because we don't aim to let your weather-beaten old friend put Blinky Ryan in jail. What do you mean? He won't be so free in handing out jail sentences. He knows your life's in danger.
0: You mean to say you think Judge Brennan will let your friend go free?
2: That's what we're counting on. You got the note, haven't you, Connie? Yeah, right here. It's short and to the point. You'd better put something about the boy in that note. Yeah. I'll just add a few words at the bottom. Uh, I say what goes for Ma Willard goes also for the boy named She called him Dan. Yeah, yeah, the boy named Dan. I'll write it in here.
0: You fool. This won't get you anything. No matter what kind of threat you make, you can't affect Judge Brennan's ruling on Blinky Ryan.
2: Oh, he can't,
0: huh? No. Neither he nor any other judge can let a criminal go free.
2: We know the way Judge Brennan feels about you, Mrs. Willard. He'd do a lot more than turn Blinky Ryan loose to save your life. Yeah, hey, I got this note all set now. Leave it there on the table under the lane Right. Go on, Dan. Walk ahead of me. We'll go out the back way and get horses for you and Ma Willard. You just save me. your breath and get going.
1: At the saddle shed behind the boarding house, Dan Reed saw that his own horse, Victor, and another powerful mount had been saddled in
2: readiness. Yeah, yeah, get aboard.
0: With a hand tied?
2: We'll help. Uh, up you go. Come on, Dan. No, oh, you won't
0: get away Good with us. Yeah, we've heard that before. Where are you taking
2: it? I can't. Blinky knows where to find it. He'll come straight there if he's turned free. If he don't show up in a couple of days, well, Judge Vernon will learn that we don't make empty threats. Steady, boy. Yeah. Come on, Lund. We'll shove on. Get up yeah. here. Get up back there. Yeah. Get up.
1: It was half an hour later when the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode into town and reined up in the rear of the boarding house. Hold We'll leave the horses at ground, Hitch, Tonto. Uh-huh. It'd be good to see Dan
2: again.
4: And Judge Brennan. I hope he does well in Frontier Town. I think that... What matter? Tonto over there. And horses? Yes. They're all dark. Dan's horse, Victor, isn't with him. Oh, that's right. I thought it's strange that Silver didn't signal a greeting to his own son. Or maybe Dan go for a ride. Yes, that's possible. Go and
1: inquire. I'll wait here. Ah. As Tonto skirted the boarding house, Judge Brennan came in the front door after his lengthy conference with Sheriff Taylor and the retiring Judge Knott. And Lindy, the old man was fired with enthusiasm and his blue eyes sparkled with pride and eagerness to tell Lindy
3: Lou Willard about his new position. And Lindy, where in town nation you at? Dad, red, and wonder she's out with the boarders doing the town. How? Oh, great day. It's you, Tonto. Uh, you leave door open. Well, as long as I'm living here, the door is always open to you and your mask, friend. It's you two that gave me the chance to be a real judge here in Frontier Town. What are you doing here now? Let well, me come look for Dan Reed. Oh, sure enough, you can stand here. I don't see hiding a hair of me. He seems empty. I'm trying to find Ma Willard. Oh. You know, maybe she fell asleep in the sitting room. Doors right over there, we'll have a look. Lamplighter, room bright. And empty as a cowpoke's purse just before payday. That's right. Tonto, I don't like this. Ain't like Lindy Lou to go away and leave the lamp turned bright. There's uh, paper on table, under lamp. Yeah, sure enough. Might be a message she's left for me. Hell, yeah, that's what'll be, a message for me. Oh, golly. What matter, Judge? It's for me, all right. But not from Lindy. Listen, there's only one man in town who can save Mar Willard's life. His name is Blinky Ryan. If he rides out of town a free man, Mar Willard rides in. But if Blinky goes to jail, you, you can guess what'll happen. What goes for Marwell it goes also for the boy named Dan. Why the dirty, double-twisted polecats. All right, that? I'll tell you who wrote it. Some of the murdering pals of Blinky Ryan. I'm to rule on him tomorrow morning. If I send him to jail for a stretch, Lindy Lill will be killed by his pals, and so will Dan Reed. And i got to send Ryan to jail. I just got to no, me take note. Now, wait. Um, Lone Ranger in back. Me take note to him. I'll go with you.
4: Well, that's what the note says, and that's what it means. I've been looking around here in the moonlight while Tonto was
3: inside. I found Victor's hoof prints.
4: Victor. Dan Reed's horse.
3: I found him, you say. Which way they lead? East. That way. Oh, that's bad country. Ground's bad, broken, hard-packed.
4: Tonto. You said the lamp was lighted. That's right. Then Dan and Ma Willard must have been abducted since darkness fell. The crooks can't have over an hour's leave. I'll get a horse. Oh, no, Judge Brennan. You stay here in Frontier Town.
3: One I can't stay here. Lindy Lou's in the hands of murdering crooks. i got to help find her. I don't, I can make better time without you. But I tell you... Furthermore,
4: I... we will have to close in secretly if we find the hideout of those men. But, mister,
3: what if Lindy Lou's still gone when, when I open court in the morning? Well, what if she is... What'll I do? Do just what you think best.
4: Ready, are You ready? to hmm Oh,
3: Lindy. Lindy, have I found you after all these years only to to put your life in danger?
1: Kearney and Lund forced their captives into a well-concealed gully and reined
2: up... Oh, oh, hold there. oh, ho, 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 easy. This is as far as we go. Get off the horses. Lund, you give willow the hand down. Right. Come on, kid. All right. Now, then, you listen to me. We picked this hideout because it can't be found by anybody who try to trail us. The ground's too hard to show hoof marks. We followed a stream of water, far enough to throw dogs off our trails. You needn't count on rescue. We'll keep you two tied, but we won't gag you unless you get hard to handle. That's right. You just take it easy and we won't be rough with you. How long do you expect to keep us here? Just long enough to see what happens to Blinky Ryan. The lives of both of you depend on what Judge Brennan says in court tomorrow morning.
1: Now to continue our story. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were able to follow the familiar tracks of Dan's horse and the horses that accompanied Victor for less than one mile. Then the ground became hard and the hoof marks disappeared. Fair enough, Toto. Close the no, 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 no,
4: no, no No Better dismount and see if we can find any sign that they came this way. Uh, no. big oh, oh. Make plenty slow time, Kimasabe. It's likely to be even slower. Look at the sky. The clouds. The gathering, Toto. The moon becomes obscured. We'll have no chance. Oh, here, Kimasabe. you find something? Scratch on flat stone. It looked fresh was made by Victor's shoe. We're still going in the right direction. It's a Slim Clue it's the only one we have. We go on? Yes. <laughs> boy, easy. Uh,
1: silver seems to know we're looking for his son. Come on, Silver. In a up, Scout. The masked man and Tonto traveled slowly, keeping a sharp watch on the moonlit ground. They stopped and dismounted every hundred yards or so, to examine the ground more closely for signs that they moved in the right direction. In the meantime, Judge Brennan and one of the selectmen of Frontier Town were in conference at
3: Judge Knott's house. Now, uh, hold on, Judge Knott. Your excuses don't mean a dead-red thing. There's no reason in the world why you can't sit in ruling on Blinky Ryan. But I have retired. You're the judge. One more day. Oh, wait, I'll answer, them, Judge Knott. Brennan, you may as well know the truth. Well, that's what I'm trying to get. Word of Mother Willard's capture spread all over town. Couldn't be kept secret with Sheriff Taylor organizing the posse. What about it? Just this. The Blinky Ryan trial has come to be a sort of a
2: test. A test? A test for you. The people want a judge that's going to mete out justice and let the chips fall where they may. They want a judge that can't be influenced by threats or bribes. Well,
3: so That's it. He's right, Brennan. If I give Ryan a suspended sentence and throw the case out of court, I... I'll be through as judge after my first case. Is that it? Well... And if I give that crook what he deserves, it'll cost Ma Willard her life. Well, you're in a difficult spot, Judge Brennan. A spot I'd hate to be in. Of course, there's a chance Sheriff Taylor and his posse might find Mother Willard and that boy who was captured with her. Four court opens. Doggone Well, gents, I reckon I'll be leaving.
2: Now, where are you going, Brennan? No judge not.
3: I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere to do some thinking.
2: Studying. Thinking and studying. I wonder what he meant by that.
1: The Lone Ranger and Tonto had persisted through the increasing darkness until the moon was completely obscured by an overcast
4: sky. It's no use, Toto. You can hardly see my hand before my face. That's right. Maybe better we camp here until daybreak. We could do that if time weren't such an important factor. I hope we might get back to town before court opens. What do you think Judge Brennan do? Well, I have confidence in Judge Brennan. I'm not as concerned about him as I am about the lies of Dan and Mother Willard. (laughs) What's matter, Silver? Him not want to stop. He want to go on. Might be it. No use, old fellow. You have no idea which way to turn. Yeah, hold on there. Where do you think you're going? Silver, you're trying to tell me something. You've never acted like this. Come, sir, come.
2: Him act that way before, Kimasabi.
4: He did? Huh. Ah,
2: me remember. Several years ago, when we near Green Valley, Silver acts same way, then go to Valley...
4: That's right, Toto. I remember. That was the time he ran away from us and returned to his first home. The time he found his son. Sometimes the instinct of an animal was beyond man's comprehension. All right, Silver, let me give you your head. You set the route. Find Victor. Find Victor. Go on, Silver. You show us the way.
1: Without guidance, the great white stallion moved through the night, paused, uttered a shrill whinny. When there was no response, he moved ahead. He seemed to forget the man in the saddle and traveled with unharnessed freedom as he had in the earlier wild days in the hills. each pause, his pace was faster. Though he heard no response to his repeated calls, he seemed more sure of where he was going. And finally, Otto, Victor, answer.
4: That's it, Silver. That's Victor calling to you. Find him, boy. Find him. Take us to him.
2: One, two, three.
1: The first faint light of dawn broke over the eastern sky. The shrill whinnies of Dan's horse, Victor, roused Lund from his sleep.
2: Ah, Dan ratted Connie. Can't you keep that horse quiet? He didn't make all that noise when I was on guard. I don't know what's the matter with him. He's your horse, Dan. Can't you keep him quiet? He heard another horse. Maybe if you turn him loose, he'll... That other horse is coming closer. Shut up, you Banshee. Yeah, who The horse is heading this way. Let's get your gun out. If anyone stumbles in our hideout, we'll have to do some shooting. Right. Mrs. Willard, we don't want to hurt you or the boy. But if a rescue party comes this way, we'll shoot you both. Or we'll let you testify against us.
0: Precious little chance of a rescue party finding us in this hideout.
2: Connie, look, there's a horse. Yeah, and coming this way. I don't see anyone in the saddle. Why well, there isn't. Somehow that horse has lost its rider. <laughs> Well, doggone! Now look at that, nun. Those two critters are friends. What about it, Dan? You know the owner of that big white critter. He does. What? You're both covered.
0: Dan, look. No.
2: Get, get him. Get him. Come on, Cutter. Go. Damn it! Nail him out. Get the
0: whole bunch. Right. Oh. Now
4: if you want some more, get up and take oh, it. No, no. Oh my God. What do you think? Let me
2: pee. Oh, golly! Thank goodness you found us. When I saw Silver without a rider, they heard
4: Victor, Dan. We knew we were close to you, so I rode double with Tonto. Let Silver come in alone.
0: We've got to get to Frontier Town. Judge Brennan has a turn in a couple of hours.
4: We'll start back as soon as we've roped these crooks.
1: A great crowd, nearly everyone in town, was assembled in the courthouse to learn how Judge Brennan would handle the case of Bleaky Riot. The evidence against the prisoner was presented, and the defense was heard. Then there was a short intermission while the grizzled old judge went to his private office off the courtroom. The
2: old man's in a bad spot.
1: I wouldn't be in his position for a hundred
2: dollars. wonder what he'll decide. There's plenty of evidence
4: against Ryan. Evidence don't count much if a judge can be bribed. If Brennan don't send
2: Ryan back to jail, he's crooked.
4: And if he does, the woman he loves will be murdered. It's just like I said. He's in a bad spot. I wonder what he's doing in the office by himself. Chances are he's figuring to find Ryan not guilty, and then start a
3: running.
1: If he finds Ryan not guilty, he'd better start running. There were many conjectures about the judge. Some thought he had gone to his private room to think. Others thought he had gone to brace himself with liquor. But all guesses were wrong. Judge Brennan knelt beside his desk brilliant morning sun slanted through the window and touched his bowed head. For a moment he was silent. The burden of his responsibility was a heavy one. He had to choose between the life of the woman he loved and loyalty to his trust. He thought of the flag that hung above the bench. The men who had given their lives to serve that flag
3: and the nations represented. Then his lips moved slowly. Uh, I'm not much of a hand at this, but Lord, I sure need help as never before. I, I can't let him down. I can't shirk my duty with George Washington and the whole government counting on me. I'm needing courage more than any time my whole life. Need am courage to do what's right.
2: seems to reach reached a decision. Whatever it is, he's holding his head high. Look at him. He's nodding to that picture of George Washington. Order! Order in the court! The prisoner will rise and face the bench.
3: Ryan, you've heard the evidence against you. Sure, I've heard it. What about it? I've spent the whole night here in court reading up the books. a lot of ways I could rule on your case. I could find you not guilty, or I could find you guilty and fine you for disturbing a peace, maybe suspend the sentence. I hope you've made up your mind. On the other hand, I could find you guilty of disturbing a peace with a maximum jail term of six months. Six months?
2: Why, On you...
3: top of that, there's a law about packing a gun, which can be enforced when need be. That a man could get two years. There's some other charges that have come out, each one carrying maximum penalties. Certain conditions have influence my ruler. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I expect that's true.
3: Them conditions being your past record. I find if I adding all the charges together, you can be sent to jail for ten years. Right. And if later on I find your head a hand trying to influence my decision, by golly, I'll double it. You mean to say. I say if to sentence of this court, you'll be jugged for the next ten years. That's my ruling. Hey, right. you won't get away with this. You can't do it. You just wait, you'll be sorry. I know what'll happen to Ma Willard when my pals hear this.
0: Nothing will happen to you. Lou. Lou. All right, Judge. I'm back safe and sound. So is Dan Reed. <laughs> I heard you pass the ruling. I knew you'd do it. Lindy
3: Lou. Andy Lou, when did you get back to town? An
0: hour ago, and the crooks that captured me are tied up and waiting for jail. An
3: hour ago, and you didn't let me know? He wouldn't
0: let me. <laughs> he said I should wait and let the people of Frontier Town see that they had a judge that no man... Could drive all There
2: you hear that.
0: You hear that, everybody? We got a
2: judge to be proud of.
3: Hey, Lindy. Lindy, who found you? Who brought you back?
0: Oh, Dad his Brand. You should be able to guess. It was the Lone Ranger. Oh. <laughs>
1: copyrighted feature originated by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. This story was written by Fran
2: Stryker.